0: D. Smith, welcome in. It is the latest edition of the unnamed soccer podcast. The unnamed soccer podcast tonight, fueled by three punk guys in Chula Vista. It is also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it is uh, good to be a guy. We're going to be talking about haircuts tonight, so Sport Clips is a perfect <laughs> sponsor. Aaron, uh, it is good to see you. Um, happy Tuesday, Monday. What is today? I don't know. We got a Monday. I don't know what day it is. Yeah.
1: Monday i think we got a monday i saw some monday night football before i retreated into the uh, closet here from jensen <laughs> beach florida so yeah, yeah it's uh it's, it's a monday night as i'm on the east coast jordan's on the west coast and somewhere situated in between we do find our mountains. guests <laughs> somewhere in the mountains i don't know what yeah. the exact temperature is there but he's a dude who uh i think jordan skyrocketed like the top of the list He might be the most uh, famous person ever to acknowledge that he listens to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love this He's a new signing with SD Loyal. He's somebody that you and I have talked about. I don't know how many times. I mean, even though we were just we're in season number one, uh, but dude, super stoked to say hello to Corey Herzog joining us here on the Unnamed Soccer Podcast.
2: What's up, guys? it was pretty good except for the many moons part but i'm not that old <laughs> i wore this i wore this for you though oh what do you got there a little old this old, is many um, moons ago uh, right there this is 11 years ago the usl championship uh in charleston dude i love That's it right. yeah I'm the other <laughs> side
0: U.S.L. Yeah. Pro on the other side. That is yeah, many that moons right. ago. I'm going to start yeah. Darren's line. That's many moons ago right That's there.
2: That's very friend. many moons ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very excited. We, we, we saw the news last week. Um, congrats on getting to San Diego. I mean, this yeah. sounds like uh, it, it can't be an easy process, trying to find uh, a new team going through everything that you went through uh, with Reno. Tell us what it's like um, everything on the field yeah. with professional, but also personally these last couple of weeks. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh if you follow my career i'm pretty good at moving Uh, so (laughs) i've gotten that down pretty good i'm a hell of a packer i could fit (laughs) a lot in a box but no it's good we're excited because uh we love new challenges we love um especially a new team i don't think i've ever been to to a team where it's so new i don't yeah yeah but um we're just excited to get down there meet the guys meet the staff and everything meet all the fans meet you guys and just be part of a good club that wants to win and wants to win a championship as you can see
1: well dude here's the uh, the question i have because i'm sure this is really tough as somebody jordan is a native san diego and i relocated okay. how did you talk your wife into moving to san diego like that must have really taken some arm <laughs> twisting dude tell us what that conversation yeah. was like
2: so she's from florida and i said i think it's the west coast of florida so we're gonna <laughs> go and she's like i'm down and I mean, we both we don't like the cold. We don't really like the snow. Like I'm from Philly, so I hate the snow and I hate the cold. So uh, it was either it was it was good hearing that San Diego's interested because there's a warm, always hot, never cold kind of spot, and there's the beach and everything. So she was really happy.
1: Yeah, I would think too. I mean, I know what that's like trying to convince somebody to move to San Diego. It takes about two seconds (laughs) flat. There was really no hesitation in my situation. I don't know what it was like for you. I know geographically it's far, but.
2: Yeah, I don't think I finished San Diego. And she was like, yeah, I'm down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Corey, what do you know about San Diego already?
2: Other than playing, I don't know. I don't know anything that it's really close to Mexico. That's all I... Mexican food is good. And that's all I've known so far. So we're excited.
1: Well, that's the and, thing too. Like I, I would love to know too, because like I, I understand Jordan and I have talked on this podcast about why loyal would be interested in you, you know, and, and like you, you know, you heard us talk about you last yeah. week and we we had no idea that you'd be listening. Like, so we're just speaking honest here. We're like, this dude is a perfect fit for what yeah. loyal needs. You know, like you, you will make everybody better from, you know, midfielder, that's everybody the goal, yeah. across the board. Yeah. But, like, for you, like, what what do you like about – I mean, aside from the weather and aside from the Mexican food and all that stuff, like, what, <laughs> what appealed to you about San Diego Loyal?
2: I think just the way you guys did everything last year, um, Landon as a coach, Landon as, like, somebody I looked up to growing up, watching him play and being able to now learn from him. Even though I'm 30, I still want to learn and be – the best striker i can be i mean i want to win that golden boot i want to win a championship and i think the best opportunity for me is to go to san diego loyal and do that and if i can make the midfield better if i can make anything anything the younger players listen to me a little more just stuff like that i'm always down to help out so i'm excited and honestly it's just going to be fun i mean it's, it sounds like we're going to have a great team and I'm a huge person on celebrating and team camaraderie and all that, so it'll be fun.
0: We uh, we have a motto here on on the podcast, but also on the post match show: score goals, win beers. We we, we get the I'm man down. of the match following matches, and see, that's, that's uh, we that's give away favorite. beer. I have a feeling if you're going to be scoring goals, we're going to see you quite often. the The idea has been pitched that maybe we have like a six pack of beers to to just start oh, giving right. away. We're going to have some waves. Who knows? Who knows what? Yeah, I'm happen, down but...
2: twelve packs if you want, but I'm okay with whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, these are a little bit bigger and a little bit more high alcohol. You know, Stone oh, okay. Brewing is the shirt sponsor, so some of these bombers they come oh, in okay. there. You know, yeah, oh, dude, like, that. yeah, I'm gonna have to get
2: a-, a weekly growler or something from there for sure.
1: <laughs> Corey, I'm
0: curious. You, you bring up Landon Donovan. What do you guys talk about when he's trying to get you to come to San Diego, loyal? What are those conversations all about?
2: Yeah, it was crazy when he called because obviously, as a U.S. soccer player, you followed him throughout, and he calls you and he's like, "Corey, I want you to come to my team," and I'm like. Landon Donovan just said my name. Like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't even know he knew who I was, you know? And he's like, I've been watching you the last couple of years. And I'm like, oh, all right. This is pretty sweet. And then, like, I think the biggest thing that um, I really liked what he said was he loves how I uh, defend as a forward. He said, I'm one of the best defending forwards in the league. And I'm really – that's one thing I really like. I like working hard and uh, pressuring the defense and that. And that leads – that makes the midfielders and defenders job a little easier, you know? So if I can get them to play long balls in that, and then we have huge guys in the back, just head it back down. And we get possession again. I think that was where I did really well in Reno.
1: When you have a decision like this to make, you know, Landon last year, we talked a lot about tactics, right? Like, and you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's not like we're not a tactically driven show, you know what I mean? Like we're here for the beers and we're here for the fun. And you know, we're here for the hair dye and the tattoos and all that sort (laughs) of stuff, but you know, That said, you know, that said, like, like how much do you have to think about how you fit in with a club? Oh. Like loyal tactically, like how much did you think like, okay, what is it that they do? You know? Cause it's not just, you know, again, it's not just city and lifestyle and all that sort of stuff. Like how do you see yourself fitting in tactically with what Landon and Nate Miller want to do? Oh,
2: a hundred percent. I think like they said, they want to press, they want to uh, be higher up the field and stuff like that. And I think it works well with my style of play. Cause that's what we did in Reno, and that was my probably my two best years that I've had. I've been on teams where I've made a decision over not looking at how the style of play has gone, and you can see in those years that I didn't have my best year and stuff like that. And then when I found a team like Reno who all they wanted to do was press and press and press, That's, I mean, I scored 19 goals in one year and stuff like that, so it kind of just helps my game out and helps my confidence when I'm able to do that.
0: Who are a few of the guys that you're familiar with already on the team?
2: Um, Funny story, Jack Metcalf a little bit. That'll be a funny story because of what he said on the field last year. Um, but I don't really know. I know Stoneman a little bit just from being a forward and playing against him. Um, but not too many on this team yet. So I'm excited to meet the guys and everything like that. What did so Jack follow- cap say? Exactly. <laughs> it was like the 89th, 90th minute. And we, sorry, we were winning, I think, 3 1 or something like that. And it was just like a stupid. I kicked the ball, and he goes, At least he sent it to somebody on the team. He's like, At least we're not ugly like these uh, guys. Can't say what he exactly said. <laughs> At least we're not as bad looking as them. Um, at least we'll get to go home and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh So that's why I tagged him in that photo. I was like, It's gonna be hard to be the best looking guy on the field. What do you think?
1: <laughs> so so Metcalf funny. just yeah. started attacking you based on appearance. Like they're like, dude, yeah, we're I getting think- drilled here, like that's it. Yeah. Fuck it. We I just gotta be I like myself-
2: I don't think I set myself up being a thirty year old with a blonde bleach blonde mohawk though, so <laughs> i've got some fun ones this year i've gotten in sync band um, from a sacramento player stuff like that but it's all fun and games
1: <laughs> i was doing public address that night and like i was like oh where's Corey herzog oh there he is right there yeah. okay good <laughs> i don't have to check numbers on any of that stuff i don't need to do yeah. anything like that i just be like okay blonde dude right down there I, sure. I got him i got him that- paid attention i got him marked the whole time <laughs> Who are uh, who are some of the better trash talkers um,
2: I would say I'm up there I think I'm 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 pretty bad at it like I'm a different person on the field than off the field I think I'm more mean and kinda yeah I just think I'm pretty good at it but there's a lot so like defenders always try to I would say they try to get under my skin but it doesn't really bother me and I think that's what bothers them more that it doesn't bother me because I'll, I'll laugh at them and be like oh that's a decent joke. You know, like when they said in sync, I started laughing <laughs> and just little stuff like that. But, um, when I'm, if we're losing and I'm upset at something, I could, I can get in there pretty tough.
1: What is there a story here with the uh, St. Louis football club laundry basket? I, I mean, what, what's, what... <laughs> did you watch the live Instagram? I, I did not. Uh, I'm uh, traveling. Okay. Maybe Jordan did. I don't know. No. I'm sure probably a lot of our listeners did, but what's what's yeah. the deal with that?
2: Well, like I said, I like uh, team camaraderie and all that, but our game got delayed three hours for a storm in St. Louis, and we're at home in our locker room, and a locker room, like, isn't too big, so we were just all sitting there. After the first hour, we're all like, this is freaking boring. Like, what are we going to do? So I took my clothes off, got naked, jumped in the laundry basket and had people wheel me around and just made a game out of it. So, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The time went by pretty fast. Then, <laughs> did you guys win? Uh the game got canceled, so I got uh, arrested. Okay. That's I Thought it was going
0: to be like this new uh, tradition before a match. Uh, if it results yeah, in I, three points, you got to do what you
2: got to do. Yeah, you do, and. Yeah, I haven't lived that one down yet from everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, is this what uh, people from Reading, Pennsylvania are all about here or what? I
2: don't Yeah, I think so. We're just a bunch of pranksters, hillbillies from <laughs> the um, Amish town of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, stuff like that. So <laughs> we're a mix of everything.
0: Um, all right. I got a few questions that were uh, yeah. submitted from, let, let's say, people close to the club. Tell us the team you hate most in USL.
2: The team I hate most is yeah. I uh, Phoenix. So I didn't just uh, I don't want to start something here, but <laughs> I just feel like they're I don't I don't know I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, they're just not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble. Just I don't like no no Phoenix, no, no. So, like I don't like the atmosphere they bring into games and just always yelling at the ref trying to get calls and just little stuff like that. I just, I'm not one for that.
1: All right. Good. See, I like this too. Not to, I know Jordan, you're on your string of questions, but you know, I, I sort of like this. I was going to ask you about, you know, what makes a good rivalry in this league because this was just our first year, you know, like we're yeah. just still getting up to speed on, sure. on the USL. And, and this was a COVID interrupted year. So we didn't get the full experience. At oh, all. For sure. So who but, you is know, your, to co- me, it's like, who's well, your closest you know, orange county is the closest and orange county is like a really soul destroying place like it's you know like (laughs) everybody (laughs) we don't like orange county but i don't even know if they are worth being a rival phoenix to me though and it's not just what happened at the end of the year with colin you know like that's like you know but to me like i think a rivalry with phoenix just Mm -hmm. because they're really good and like important matches support a rivalry right so like if you're playing important matches against Phoenix, that Mm -hmm. to me says that Loyal is probably doing some really, really good things. So I can sort of see that developing into something. And now you've just sort of fed into that a little bit.
2: I think, yeah, I think having a good rivalry with Phoenix is good. Like we had Sacramento and Reno and it was, it was a different game. Like when you play, The like another team like obviously this year kind of sucks because we had to play Portland and Tacoma all the time which I mean I'm playing half my age and (laughs) their best their best pickup line is how old are you why are you still playing and I'm like (laughs) bro you're 16 like what are you talking about (laughs) it's not like fun to talk to little 16 17 year olds because I don't know what they're going to do the rest of their – I don't know. Like, they got to go home to mom and stuff like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, But guys, like on Phoenix, like you can get into that a little bit, right? You can
2: have some fun. You can get into it a little bit. You don't have to worry about hurting them, stuff like that. Like, get into tackles and that. But when you're winning three or four nothing against, like, kids that are, like – just beginning to become pros you don't want to like bring them down so much where they don't enjoy the game and like i talked to a couple during the game and like some of them were just like look like we're sick of it and i'm like all right well yeah this year sucks like you are in a league with us in sacramento who are two good teams to play against every weekend week out so it was tough because i had some friends on that team so
0: one thing I was always interested in, speaking of rivalries, Reno and know. Las Vegas. And I don't know if you guys consider uh, Vegas your big rival. I guess rival. I
2: should, yeah. It was just you guys was always beat them.
0: Yeah. No. I don't think Vegas has ever beaten Reno. Um,
2: uh, they're, what, yeah, they're a, that's an interesting team. Very interesting. Yeah.
1: Very, very, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I want to
2: go down halftime and catch the money they're throwing from the helicopter. <laughs> I'm not trying to listen to <laughs> tactics anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i referenced the uh the one of the other questions that we had submitted from someone someone close yeah. um what what is the uh the haircut approach the hair is obviously a big big talking point with you um, yeah, what, what should just, we expect here in san diego
2: i mean you guys could let me do whatever i'll dye it whatever color it just i think it's just like fun and just it gets uh, like then fans not recognize me but they have something like it's like kind of an icebreaker. Like I like to have fun with it. It Makes me honestly feel young. Look, makes me look younger. So I'm down <laughs> with that whenever I can get that. So, but yeah, it's just some fun. I usually do it in the summer. In the winter, it kind of looks weird because who the hell is having dyed blonde hair in the winter? When, but San Diego's always warm, so maybe it could be a full season thing.
1: Are, are you currently uh, bleached platinum blonde?
2: Uh, it's it's off season, so it's been getting around not very much.
1: Okay, but so it's funny still got thing, to look sharp.
2: So I don't know if you watched our last playoff game against yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. So I Penalty didn't get case. it done. Yeah, I didn't get it done uh, at a hairdresser this time, and my wife did it. And it turned, it turned, it was, if you look in the pictures, it's blue instead of uh,
1: white.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I coming. thought I did it to match the jerseys we were wearing. I was like, no, the wife just messed it up this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if she can mess it up to Tory green, you know, that's the official SD loyal colors. So yeah, maybe right? a little like, I think I see my, I see Jordan a promotion here at some point in the 2021 season where you get Corey Herzog, whatever hairstyle it is, We'll get it going because we'll have fans back at Torero Stadium. Like, I feel For like this sure. is opening maybe, up all sorts of doors.
2: Yeah, we can maybe vote on a color or something like that. Orange, the Tory green, get a little something going. Highest bidder or something. I love that. <laughs> yeah. my, favorite yeah, I think- color, my favorite color is that orange you guys wear, and I can't wait to put that on. That's my favorite Yo. color.
0: It's a really good-looking kit, the orange. Tory Green in the yeah. future. So, was your wife doing your hair because of quarantine, or were you like forced yeah, just, into Like what everyone else was kind of. Yeah. My wife that's the same thing. She's like, "I'll cut your hair," and I'm like, "No." I'd so I didn't. I didn't.
2: I didn't go that far. I didn't let her cut it. She was only allowed to dye it, and yeah. she messed that up. So I might have to find somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to find somebody to dye my hair now.
1: <laughs> Dude, we'll we'll find you a spot. There's no You're doubt sure. about that. You know, tell us a little bit about, you know, how good you think this club can be too. You know, this club has made it very clear to us. They're here to have a ton of fun. They stand for something. But, yeah. you know, they also want to win. And, you know, you're a guy who's, who's you know, spent many moons in the USL. Yeah. How much like <laughs> do you want? You know, that, that that's probably a piece of your resume that you're, you're still hoping to build too.
2: Oh, 100%. All I want is a trophy. And last year was... Since I've been playing, one of the best teams that I've been on and the closest I could get to probably winning that. So last year's playoff loss was really tough. So I'm even more motivated this offseason and everything because last time I played a game, we lost in PKs. And that's the last thing I could think about. So I'm hyped for next year. As you can see, we're building a huge team. They brought back great players. And I'm just excited to get going. And hopefully fans can get in that stadium to help us out a little more.
0: How long was uh, San Diego on your radar? Like, how did this work? How did this uh, this process go down?
2: Um, so they wanted me last year. So it got, it got a little ugly here at Reno. I'm not going to lie about that. But they wanted – San Diego wanted me last year, and it just fell through. Uh, Reno didn't want to let me go. And just little stuff like that won't get into it as much. But it wasn't pretty. But um, I was planning on coming to San Diego – last year like i was looking at apartments and houses in san diego last year but at the last minute it did not go through and i stayed in reno wow i don't, know oh, man. I don't yeah so that's i don't know how much i can say how much i can't say like
1: that but yeah. okay well well where were you looking how about that we'll, we'll just ask <laughs> we'll get a good gauge of uh what wait, was neighborhood you were looking for this year yeah, yeah. wait we're for like, what neighborhood neighborhood or teams uh, neighborhood, not teams. Oh, Forget it. So You're we part of Loyal at, now. We don't care who's the runner-up. Yeah,
2: I was going to say, the only team that I kind of knew I was coming very early to San Diego this year. So, okay. But we're looking in Chula Vista. Oh, yeah. Because that's where, I guess, the trainings and all yeah. that's really close in that. So that's what the realtors that they signed us up with are looking. Sweet. A lot of yeah. stuff down
0: there. Corey, I think you would have made a massive difference on the team last year. Oh, my God. We,
2: I felt it was tough watching, not saying it was tough watching you guys. It was tough watching you guys not be how good you guys could have been. You know, when you started scoring goals, that was the team that everybody was waiting for. And it just, thank God we didn't play in playoffs. That's what I I was saying. I didn't want to see you guys in playoffs and we got LA too. So we were happy with that. But yeah, you guys could have been a very dangerous team if you could have started the season out how you ended it.
1: Yeah, no doubt. We've, we've, we've talked a lot about that with Rubio Rubin and Alejandro Guido too, especially when those guys sure. came, in. That's why you from day number one here, like it's going to be a, a totally different experience right out of the gate. Sure. There's no doubt about that. Like getting off to a fast start. What are you hearing yeah. about the start of the season? I mean, we hear I, sort of April maybe like, you how do you gear up?
2: I haven't heard much. I've heard that April, like, Whenever fans can get, so I've heard it's whenever every stadium in the USL can get fans is when they want to start. So I don't know when that would be, or I don't even know a ballpark, but they told me they want me there March 1st. So we'll be there. And that's what I'm thinking. Um, We'll be starting. Cool. Awesome.
0: Corey, we're, uh, we're excited to have you and the entire family, the whole crew coming down to San Diego. It's going to be fun. A lot
1: of, a lot of Herzog's coming down. Before you came on, Jordan and I said, uh, if you don't answer the question right away, we said, who do you think Corey is? If he's a fan of a European soccer club, who is he a fan of? And we both guessed. So okay. Jordan will tell you first and then I'll say what I thought and we'll see right. if we're close or maybe you don't give a shit at all about European soccer. No, I have, I have one. I have one. OK. All right, Jordan, let's go.
0: OK, I'm going I'm going to the Prem here. I'm going to the Premier League. You're yep. from Pennsylvania. I know he's younger than you are. I get it. But uh-huh. Christian Pulisic from Hershey. I'm going to go ahead and say Chelsea. Also, I'm a
1: Chelsea supporter. So that's OK. Yeah, it's not Chelsea. Not OK. Chelsea. Now, I said knowing a little bit about uh, Pennsylvania. If I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. there's a lot of Germans there. Okay. So I picked a German soccer club and I said Bayern Munich for you.
2: OK, so. I got to practice with them when I was younger, but my favorite club is Tottenham because of Harry Kane. Oh, I love-
0: yeah. I love it. Let's talk about Bayern Munich. Let's talk about Bayern Munich.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Tottenham. You got you to practice with Bayern Munich? That's a good story. So
2: when I was Yeah, when I was really young and, like, I don't even know what it was. It was, like, some trial in Florida to go to Germany and train with them and, like, play against their younger things. And I got to like juggle with like rebury and that. So it was pretty cool. Like experience. So it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Dude, that is killer. I, yeah. I was in like uh, high school. So it was pretty cool. I don't have any
0: Tottenham questions. Darren, do you? <laughs>
1: no, nah, uh, I, I don't. I mean, I know Jordan. There's a good, there's a really, really good Tottenham supporters group in San Diego. So I'm sure oh, they yeah? would be I'm thrilled. Unless Jordan edits this out, like the Chelsea supporter that he is. They will okay. be thrilled to hear what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay.
0: nah, San Diego Spurs. That is going to be a uh, a good group for you. San Diego Spurs. They watch. They uh, watch in Ocean Beach, which is uh, okay. Also a fun community as well. If Chula yeah, Vista does work I'll have work to come out. check
2: it out one time. But I don't know if the wife will let me leave that early on Saturday mornings.
0: You'll be able to sneak away for Champions League matches midweek. Yeah, that will work sure. out.
2: Once, yeah, she'll be at work. Kids at daycare. Then I'll just shoot over yeah. after the game or the uh, practice. Right. Well, Corey, yeah. we're excited to have you in San Diego.
0: We're excited for 2021, man. There's uh, I, I was kind of chatting with someone before the podcast. And I, I feel like a lot of people last year, when we were talking to people before the season started said San Diego loyal, could be like a sneaky playoff team in 2020 sh- In 20, 20- yeah. in 2021.
2: We're going to be a dangerous team, playoff team.
0: It, it sounds like it could be like a sneaky title, like a championship. Oh yeah. I would love. So.
2: Yeah. hundred percent. I feel that with the guys we've signed, the guys they brought back, um, very excited to get 2021 going and get this season going.
0: Corey Herzog, the newest member of San Diego Loyal, a, uh, a a player we're expecting to have on the post-match show a lot. We're expecting to be giving a lot of beers to him after he scores a lot of goals and probably becomes the all-time leading scorer for San Diego Loyal by the end of the season.
1: Uh, that's a good guess. Yeah, absolutely. And we can definitely have that conversation with him about like where he is on the all-time list. I just want to say, Jordan, I'm really, really sorry for guys like you and the local Gooners. I'm so sorry that you guys don't get to join Corey Herzog since he's a Spurs supporter. You knew that, didn't you? Was that a setup? I did not. Dude, if I had known that, I would have actually guessed somewhere in England. I guessed Bayern Munich, just because for some reason I think there's a lot of Germans who live in Pennsylvania. I don't even know is if that's that even, accurate.
0: I was gonna say, is that true?
1: Yeah, um, well, they live a lot of Germans who live in Ohio, but you know, that's sort of I don't know, probably not.
0: Okay, I mean it's close. I feel you. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Imagine if he said like Real
1: Madrid, Ugh. Real Madrid and Arsenal, like that kind but, of combo. Yeah, who, like who's that guy? But you know what? He didn't say Real Madrid, so that's it. Doesn't matter. He didn't. He said Tottenham.
0: He said <laughs> Tottenham for that. Harry Kane, so he must look up to Harry Kane. It sounds like he's a Harry Kane fan. It sounds like if Harry Kane happened to be on Chelsea, he'd be a Chelsea supporter, if you ask me. That's how I heard that. Is that how you heard that? Yeah. Well, that's um, exactly how it went. Not really. Not really. All right, Darren. I thought he was very good. I I love that he hates Phoenix.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's an interesting thing, right? Because Loyal's final match of the year was against Phoenix. Reno's final match ever right? I mean, <laughs> the final match in the franchise history was against Phoenix and that's one that went to penalty kicks and yeah, Reno was, I don't know. I, I mean, it felt like they were every bit as good as Phoenix to me. We saw both of them. And you know, I thought that Reno, certainly at different time coming into Torero stadium, they, they were, they were, You know they're really, really good. Like that was a team to me that had championship aspiration. You and I said the same thing. We went into the season thinking Sacramento was the top team in Group A. Reno was the better side. I thought Reno was better than uh, Phoenix. So yeah, maybe there is something there. You know that that carries over. Like I said, I you know I didn't want it just to be about the you know Colin Martin unfortunate situation. You know, and it's not Colin's junior, but you know I I think that that's that's the rivalry. Like I want that rivalry. You know what I mean? Like, because that means you're probably playing super important games at the end of the season, into the postseason. So, you know, I, I can't imagine that isn't part of Corey's story there and part of the reason why he doesn't like Phoenix. So I think that's a good thing.
0: Um, and now that he said, uh, says that he's absolutely right. Phoenix complains all the time to referees. They are just whining. I, didn't, yeah. I mean, he's, he's totally spot on with that. So maybe it's part of their strategy. I don't know. Um, I do love the quote. I wrote it down as he was saying it. All I want is a trophy. Mm. All I want is a trophy. It might even be the uh, the name of the podcast this week. But I thought a really good appearance out of Corey. And I'm very excited to have him on San Diego, loyal. It sounded like he's, he wanted uh, to be here in 2020.
1: It sounded very much like it. it. Sounded very much like it. When you're searching for apartments and condos and places to live, like, yep. Uh-huh, definitely sounds like it. So I yeah, I well, I think we've said everything we could possibly say about Corey Herzog as a player. You know, this was just our first opportunity yeah. to meet him. And I would tell you, he's a perfect fit. He's gonna be a personality. He's gonna be somebody with, you know, hair to tattoos to style to uh you know skill, you know, just how how quality he is. He's gonna be a perfect fit. I am more ways than one for SD loyal.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like on the field, what's going to make him an especially really good fit is the fact that he defends really well as a forward, which isn't always what something you would think of um, the defending skills of your striker. Like you don't always think of that, but it is oh. something that San Diego has clearly thought about and they like it. They want to create some chaos. high press. Aaron and the Corey Herzog fits in quite nicely for that. So yeah. yeah, a brilliant addition. And they keep adding more and more every single day. So it seems to be oh a very, gosh. very good off season. Do you agree with me on that though? Because last year, I think it was, was it Jeff Reuter who told us like maybe loyal sneaky playoff team, like they could find their way in this year. If you'd start talking to analysts on the league, you'll probably, I mean, I guarantee you, you'll at least get a few of them to tell you like, yeah, loyal, good enough to win the title. They might be your, your dark horse to win it all.
1: Yeah. They were sneaky, uh dark horse postseason certainly before COVID afterwards, who knew, you know, that group was just such a ridiculous setup, but yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, listen, if you're around the club and you and I are, it's not something that they just say for the sake of saying it, right? Like every team's like, yeah, we're going to win a championship. Yeah. And you sort of look and like you and I have been in this business a long time and you look and you go, no, no, you're not like, you're not going to win a championship. Like I get it. You got to sort of say that shit because you know, What are you supposed to say? But these guys, like, I'm telling you, like, you and I are around them on a fairly regular basis. They, like, actually think, like, like, this is what we're all about. Like, this is what we're here for. You know, now they still got a lot of pieces that they got to fill in. Since last, you and I chatted since our last podcast, they've added a couple of different players. Jack Blake, most recently, a guy with killer tattoos, by the way. Check out that dude's tattoos. Killer. Um, but you know, they still need a goalkeeper, you know, as far as you and I know, like, we're not really sure what's happening. Columbus crew wins the MLS title. We had people hitting us up on Twitter and asking like, Oh, does this mean that John Kemp and stay? I don't know. Maybe, I mean, you know, m- maybe he will, maybe he won't, but you know, from that standpoint, um, you know, they still got some holes to fill, but you know, these guys, they don't just talk the talk. Like they're very much about walking the walk in terms of trying to win a title. Like I said, and I know that's really cliche and you've heard it all a billion different times, but you know, it's, it seems to be what these guys are, are like, like sincerely motivated by.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you don't recruit the guys that San Diego have been able to recruit lately at the end of last season and now rolling into this offseason. you don't recruit those kind of players, those caliber of players in this league, uh, without aspirations of actually winning a title legitimately. So, um, they're talking the talk and they're walking the walk. Um, Corey Herzog is going to be a lot of fun in 2021. There's no question about that. You brought up Columbus crew. I did see an update um, from Columbus crew, like just a couple hours after they won MLS cup, they started to make roster decisions. Um, They're celebrating and the GM has to go in and talk to the president and the owner of the team and say, all right, well, here's what we're about to do. These players aren't coming back. These players are, um, John Kempen remains under contract with Columbus and Miguel Berry remains under contract with Columbus. Uh, not that this is like, a this means that they're going to be on Columbus crew to start 2021. Yeah. Um, but I did see that they added a goalie. There's currently four goalies on the roster for Columbus. That includes John Kempen. Um, and they have two forwards, only two forwards actively on that roster right now, one of which is Miguel Berry. So that's the latest with Columbus and congrats to them
1: for winning the MLS cup. Yeah. Running away with it too. that was uh, not a result that I had thought if you would have told me that one of those two clubs was going to blow the other out, I would have thought it was Seattle, but goes to show you what I know and that's good, right? That's good that these guys are under contract. That means they could be loaned out. You know, if they were just given their walking papers and allowed to do whatever they wanted to do, then I think the odds of them, ending up back in San Diego would be actually slimmer. Now, I don't know how good they actually are, but I can't imagine that the arrangement, especially Landon and his relationship with Columbus, I can't imagine that anything last year would prevent them from wanting these guys to go back to San Diego. I mean, Kempen was one of the best keepers in the league before he ended up getting called back and before he gets hurt. Like he's literally one of the best goalkeepers in the league. You know, you and I talk time and time and time again about that. So, you know, I would think that these guys being under contract, especially with a full roster could be good for San Diego loyal, you know, unless something about the relationship deteriorated that you and I are unaware of, but as far as I know, Landon and Caleb Porter are still pretty tight. So I think that, you know, this is probably at least good for the it's good that there's a chance of this happening again, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. And it's nothing we're going to find out definitively um, anytime soon anyway, because those are decisions you're kind of just waiting for Columbus to go ahead and make, and they have to wait till they get a little bit closer to their season. What a wild couple of years for Columbus crew Um, going from, and we know it very well in San Diego, the idea of relocation, um, then a new ownership stepping in the has family, the family that owns the Browns. Um, They come in, they buy the team with a group. They're building them a new stadium. Um, they hire Porter who his first year last year didn't go that great. Like they weren't all that anything special last year, but then this year, um, two years with new ownership, a new coach and potential relocation no longer uh, MLS cup champions. Like that's a, that's a wild ride for that fan base.
1: And, you know, I, I mean, I think it, it speaks to something, what exactly it is. I'm not sure, but that a fan base, that a supporters group could make enough noise that Columbus crew exists to fight and win and go to the MLS Cup and win the title. I mean, it, it's, it really does say something about fan support in this country because I can't recall that really happening in any other sport. Now, you can say, well, MLS is sort of, you know, it's different. But, you know, that to me, it's it sort of, I, I feel like Jordan, it, it feels like it's a bigger deal than it's probably being given credit for that fans fought to save their club and they saved their club and that club won a title a couple of years later. You know, like that whole save the crew thing was, it was a really big deal. I know it maybe didn't make Sports Center, but like save the crew is a really, really big movement, especially soccer in the States. And it mattered. And everybody talked about why it mattered. And then that club went on to reward them a couple of years later by winning a title. Like I said, I, it it really does speak to, to something. And, you know, I I can't quite put it into words right now, but it seems like it's a massive story, you know, like a massive soccer story that no, like we're not letting this club leave this club staying. And then this club goes ahead and wins the title.
0: Yeah. I don't know a lot about Columbus crew. It's not a club that I watch every single match. Um, like, I, you know, Burl Halter used to manage their, uh, you know, the fact that they potentially could have been relocated to Austin. For me, like my way from that, not as is, it, it isn't like, all right, well, how did the season play out? I just just kind of think of being one of their supporters, like in there, one of their supporters, what it had been like the last couple of years to think that you're potentially losing your team and then you're keeping them. And then you make some major changes and then their stadium developments. And then the fact that you go on, to win MLS Cup, like it's just a, it is a roller coaster. If you're a supporter of Columbus Crew, which I can't imagine we have many uh, Columbus no. supporters listening to the podcast, but like, it's easy for you to, especially here in San Diego, to put yourself in that position to think about what that is like to go through the highs and lows that Columbus fans have gone through the last few years.
1: Yeah, I mean, just name another fan base that ever saved the franchise from relocation. You know, it doesn't happen. I mean, it just it just doesn't happen. Now maybe you know, maybe some municipality rallies around some vote or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So like you can squeeze hundreds of millions of dollars out of taxpayers to build something, but you know, that was a totally different situation than this. Like this was truly a grassroots effort from fans to save their club. Like that's a really, really good story. Like that's a huge step for major league soccer for me, for soccer in this country, like it continues to grow. You know, whomever it was that pointed it out, like club soccer support is the most important way for us to become a better soccer country. And that speaks to incredible community club support there in Columbus, Ohio.
0: Yeah. I I think a really good story. Um, Yeah. Darren, I know you're in Florida. As we mentioned a little bit earlier, we had a guest from Nevada. You're in Florida. I'm out here in California it's like 4 a.m. probably for you at this point. So I do feel bad. Yeah. Uh, but I do have to bring this up before we say goodbye. Um, when Corey told us the story about Jack, Jack Metcalf, <laughs> saying what he said on the field, his trash talk, even though they're losing three, one, he's like, well, at least we're not ugly. <laughs> 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 Essentially. Like that that's not exactly what he said, but I mean, that's, that's the verbiage he goes to That's it's, I, I'm excited to talk to Jack Metcalf about trash talk and yeah. some of the best trash talkers. And just that moment specifically, that should be fun. <laughs> it, uh,
1: <laughs> it's like straight out of uh, Ace Ventura, Pet, Ventura, uh, Pet, uh, Pet, Detective, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, mm-hmm. where he's like, and you're ugly. <laughs> you know. Like that's the only response that he actually had. Like we were both at that match. Loyal got drilled. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and you're ugly. Okay. <laughs>
0: So now we have, uh, it sounds like Corey considers himself one of the better uh, trash talkers in the league though. So we'll get some good banter here coming to San Diego. That's good. It's good to have those guys on your team, not the other side. He <laughs> so shot it at, at the 16 year olds in their group. That was pretty good too. <laughs> Excited to have Corey uh, here in San Diego. Yeah. He's, he's seen a lot of soccer, bro. He's Darren, uh, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, good luck to you against PSG and Champions League. Wish me luck against Atletico oh. Madrid. Um, we will need it. I don't know if you will need it. You, you may. Um, but yeah. I, I think your matchup is very, very, very juicy. And I don't envy you for actually having to be in the middle of it, supporting one of those clubs. I'm just going to watch it as a neutral and enjoy the messy Neymar side story with all of it.
1: Is Neymar going to be back in February? He's out for Does a couple of matter. months, right?
0: I don't know. I don't think it matters. I Probably just not. think uh, the idea of Messi and Neymar playing together once again, potentially in Paris, uh is very interesting. And the fact that these two clubs got matched up, I think only adds to that intrigue.
1: Yeah, Barca and Paris, the uh, the former future teammates, Neymar and Messi. Hopefully in Paris and not Manchester. Not
0: Barcelona. Hopefully, not a, hopefully <laughs> Listen, you guys made your own bed with that one.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, indeed. <laughs> all I want is a trophy. That's what Corey Herzog said. Maybe he'll
1: get it in 2021. I hope so. Sweet. Well, dude, that was awesome. Thank you for uh, too Loyal for making him available.
0: Yeah. Thank you, uh, SD Loyal. Thank you to 3Punk Ales. Thank you to Sport Clips, where it is good to be a guy. It's going to be cutting Corey's hair because his wife know how to do that. Darren, I will, uh, I will talk to you soon. All right, peace. See you next week.